You're listening to From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto, a podcast for those who want to take center stage in their lives. I'm your MC and number one fan, Letitia Cotto, master life coach, motivational speaker, and Maven Mama. I'm here to show you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams by teaching you how to tap into your innate brilliance and worthiness. If you're ready to let go of what no longer serves you and step into the highest version of yourself, you're in the right place. Let's get it popping. Hey there, honey bunny. It's your girl, Letitia Cotto, and I'm coming at you live from the front row, teaching you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams. We are making it do what it do here at Waco Work, so you may hear a whole lot of productivity going on in the background. Uh, I mentioned in a previous episode that next door they're doing some construction. They're creating like a coffee and wine bar, so they are being productive as well. So you may hear some hammering and some constructing going on, but no matter what, we're going to have a good time. You are going to learn a lot. Hopefully you'll laugh a lot, and then you're going to go out there and live a lot in only the way that you can. Now, in each and every episode of From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto, I always invite you to keep an open heart and an open mind. Take everything I say with a grain of salt. At the end of the day, I truly believe that you are 100% capable of using your discretion and your discernment to create a belief system that supports you and feels good to you. And I'm just kind of adding my perspective, my experience, my training to make you say, hmm, yeah, that works for me or not. That don't work for me. Either way, I'm just glad that you're here with me today, rocking with me. May Tremendo Aha moments inspire you to take center stage in your life so that you sing the song that God has placed in your heart. I speak it, I believe it, and I receive it. All right, let's get into it. In today's episode, we are jamming on the concept of prarabdha karma, what it is, and why you should never be discouraged when things aren't happening as fast as you'd like. Now, a couple of years ago, I was hanging out with a seven-year-old, and he was playing video games, and I was trying to follow along. I was completely lost. Your girl is not into video games. I think the last time that I played a video game was when Super Nintendo came out, and, you know, I was into Super Mario, so I played Super Mario 1, 2, 3, and then I think it was Super Mario World, like when they introduced Yoshi. Oh, my goodness. I'm really, like, showing my age right now. And after that, I just kind of like I played Super Mario Kart, was really into the Mario-ness. Um, <laughs> and then after that, just kind of lost interest. So I'm, you know, sitting next to the seven-year-old. He's playing his video games. And I'm like, hmm, trying to pass the time away. And I'm also, you know, trying to connect with him. And I say, hey, uh, what's the meaning of life? <laughs> you know, and kids say the darndest things, right? So he Without even skipping a beat, he says, oh, you know, life is a video game and and you're just trying to get to the next level. And I like nodded my head and shrugged and we kind of sat there for one minute. It was probably more like one second. And then he went back to playing video games and I probably got on my phone and scrolled Instagram. Now, believe it or not, I think of that moment often. <laughs> and it's like that saying, out of the mouth of babes. Um... And I realize now just how profound his answer was. And I didn't realize it at that moment. 
So last year I read a book. Uh, it's called It's Not Your Money by Tasha Silver. And I've either mentioned the book here on the podcast or uh, if you're a member of the Honey Bunny Inner Circle, which is my gorgeous gang of go-getters. And if you're not a member, you absolutely need to be and you need to sign up. But like right now. And there's my shameless plug. Go to LutaChicago.com and sign up. Anywho, I've talked about this book before and I read this book and it really like rocked my world. I would say that it's up there with like Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Life, which if you've been following me for a while, y'all know I love that book. And It's Not Your Money by Tasha Silver is quickly like gaining to be like a close second to You Can Heal Your Life. So in this book, Tasha talks about this concept of Parabda Karma, which is essentially the soul lessons that you signed up for during this lifetime. Now, listen, I get it. If you weren't taught about Parabda Karma in your Sunday school class, you may feel a lot of resistance hearing about it now. And I completely understand. Like I said earlier, take everything I say with a grain of salt. Hear me out. Try it on. And the beautiful thing is that you get to decide what you believe and what works for you. And I absolutely respect and support your decision. Anywho, um, I do believe that there is merit in this concept. And it's something that I've always thought about. Like even when I was in middle school and like high school. Yeah, I... (laughs) Tremendo tangent. I, my mom always says that when I was born, I didn't cry. In fact, I was just like really kind of aware and looking around like, oh, okay, this, this is what the fuss is about. Right. And she said that I've always just kind of been this like old soul, even when I was like four years old. So yeah, back in middle school and high school, I started to sort of, uh, wonder about the workings of the universe, if you will. And one of the things that I always wondered was why there were things that I struggle with that other people don't and vice versa. Like, why are there things that other people struggle with that I don't? So, for example, last year I interviewed Zakia Torres of Quartz and Rainbows, and I absolutely um, recommend that you check that episode out. She is just so amazing. And what I love about her, she's authentically herself and unapologetic about it. And, you know, she shared the story of how her then husband, her now ex, literally left her in the street with nothing. And she started her own business and it is blossoming. Like if you follow her on Instagram right now, she's got approximately 30,000 followers on Instagram and just this beautiful business that she might not have started had life not taken her in that direction. Now, one of the things that I love about Zakia and that I have struggled with so much, I'm not going to lie about that, and it's one of the reasons why I love her so much, is the complete faith that she has in her own ability to make money. Now, later on in this year, uh, in May to be exact, we're going to be talking all about how to love your money and how to create an abundance mindset specifically around money, because I know that's something that a lot of my honey bunnies have struggled with and, and I have struggled with as well. Anywho, I admire Zakia because of the understanding, this profound understanding uh, and connection that she has to this knowledge that she can use her talents and create money easily. Because you know what? Real talk, even to this day, uh, even though I'm not where I used to be, 
I'm still working out my beliefs around money. So I love that about Zakia, and I'm so glad that she's out there. She's dropping knowledge and showing people like me how to trust in their ability to create generational wealth. And, you know, I'm not saying that to like, you know, praise her and then bash myself. Um, There are just things that I'm not good with uh, that other people don't struggle with. And then again, there's vice versa. Like there are things that I'm good at that other people struggle with. Like I get a lot of emails from people all over the world telling me that they admire my confidence and that they wish they were confident. Now for me, I've pretty much always had this inner strength, you know, even in the moments when I haven't felt that strong. And for a while, I I made the mistake of thinking, well, you know, it's not that hard. Like I trust God and I trust him that he's he's gifted me with this life and these talents to use, so I'm just going to use them. And you know, I kind of just was like, "Why well, don't I don't see why you know, it's why other people can't do that if I'm doing it cuz who am I, right?" And it's not that I think that I'm better than anybody cuz I absolutely don't. Um I just couldn't see why anybody would admire that about me because I mistakenly thought, you know, everybody sees the world this way, everybody can be this way. And that's the thing about life. Like we think that everyone around us sees, feels, and experiences life the way that we do. But I have learned that that's not true at all. Now, after reading It's Not Your Money, I understand that part of the reason for that is because we all signed up for different lessons to learn in this lifetime. And it doesn't mean that anyone is better than anyone else. It just means that we are literally all on different paths. And I think there's something to be said about having compassion for ourselves and for other people when we realize that our lives are not perfect mirrors. Like we're not walking completely in sync with those people around us and that our lives don't like align perfectly with what other people are going through. So tremendo tangent, because uh, you know I love tremendo tangents. Uh, a good friend of mine texted me about an article um, that talked about inclusion and diversity in surfing. And I read the article and I read the comments that that article generated. And I texted him back and I said, you know, I think in general that there's not enough people saying this hasn't been my experience But just because it hasn't been my experience doesn't mean that it's not valid. And, you know, that's when it comes to like racism or anytime someone has had an experience that I've not had firsthand or that you've not had firsthand. Um, So I want you to keep that in mind when you find yourself in resistance or judgment or disbelief about what others have experienced and the anecdotes they're sharing. I hope that you'll remember that just because it hasn't been your experience doesn't mean that it's not valid or that it hasn't been experienced by other people. I think collectively, we're all starting to talk about things that we've kept bottled up inside, the trauma, the pain, the sorrow. And if you can't agree or understand someone else's experience, my hope is that you will give them the space and the opportunity to process instead of silencing them with your disbelief. And my hope is that others will give you the space to do the same thing. And so 
I, I know that's a tremendo tangent, but I think that reading that book and understanding this concept of soul lessons and understanding that my soul lessons may be different from yours has helped me to have compassion on myself and compassion on other people when what I think that, you know, we should all be doing, experiencing and having differs than what somebody else thinks, right? Okay, tremendo tangent over back to business. So it's important to keep this concept of Parabda Karma present in your mind as you rock your roadmap. So we've been talking all about values in January. It was all about make it matter. In February, it was about rocking your roadmap. And then this month of March, we're talking about focusing on flow. So when you're rocking your roadmap, you know, and you're putting your values first and you're taking action to reach your goals and you are being really, truly consistent with it, um, and you're really rocking this roadmap, I want you to keep in mind that no one ever rocks their roadmap 100% to the original plan that they outlined. (laughs) It just doesn't happen, all right? And, you know, you get clear on, on what your values are, you craft your vision, you take your vision, you build the roadmap, and then you start taking action. Like, that's the process that I've been teaching But here's a couple of things that might proceed to happen that will more than likely happen. Because again, nobody ever rocks their roadmap 100% according to that original roadmap outline. So number one, detours, challenges, and unforeseen events may happen. Um, This is something that I have been getting used to as a mom. Um, Lyric started daycare last year. And in the six months since she started, she has gotten more sick, like we've had more coughs and colds and pink eye and all these things, um, that she, she's gotten more sick in the past six months than the entire two years before starting daycare. So I'll plan out this epic work sesh, and I'm like super excited about it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm in the flow. I'm, I'm feeling creative. I'm feeling ex- inspired. I'm going to tackle all this stuff. It's amazing. And then I get a call from school that she's got pink eye. That like, I was like, what? That she's got pink eye or she's not feeling well. Or maybe we didn't even get to school in the morning because she woke up with a fever. Well, there went my day because let me tell you, when my baby doesn't feel well, all she wants to do is snuggle with mama, which I don't mind. I really don't. Like that's one of the beautiful things I think that I enjoy about motherhood is snuggling with her. Uh, But then I feel super conflicted because I created this epic work sesh plan and, you know, I love what I do. And I worry, like, if I take the day off, it's going to set me back. And so, yeah, detours, challenges, unforeseen events pop off and change this beautiful plan that you had created and you were excited about. And then it's like, yeah, hmm. And the same goes for you. You know, you might have planned to allocate some of your next check to starting your business, but then your mom breaks her hip and you have to hire somebody to stay at home with her during the day. Or you plan on driving to that conference out of town and it turns out that you need new brakes. Or whatever the case may be, right? Like you feel like the universe is picking on you and it's unfair and it hurts and you want to give up because you're like, God, I'm doing the work. I, I thought about my values. I created my vision. I built my roadmap. I'm taking action. Why is all this stuff popping up, right? So that's one of the things that can happen. And then another thing, number two, nothing happens, 
nada, nadita, Nathan. Like, you're taking massive action, you're showing up consistently on Instagram, you're hitting Zumba four times a week, you're saying the affirmations, you're praying the prayers, you're doing your morning moves that I taught you in the mind mapping workshop, you're sending out the emails, applying for the jobs, you're taking the medicines, and nothing is happening. Nobody's signing up, You step on the scale and there's no change. Or if there is a change, sometimes it's in the wrong direction because you're retaining water uh, from all of the liquids you've been drinking, right? And then to make matters worse, you look at all the influencers on Instagram and your cousin on Facebook and they're so happy and they've got it all together. And here you are feeling like Bobo the Fool because you're doing all this stuff and nothing is happening. I mean, WTF, right? And you wonder what you're doing wrong and it's unfair and it hurts and you want to give up. And this is where in these two two scenarios that you have to remember Parabda Karma and your soul lessons. And you've got to ask yourself, what am I learning in this moment? Because if you've been hit with a detour, a challenge or an unforeseen event, you're learning faith. You're learning how to trust God with everything, even when you don't understand the plot twist that just happened, right? Like you're trusting that God is hearing your prayers and God has three answers, okay? He says, yes, that's a great idea. Let's do it. Or he'll say, no, I've got something better in mind for you. Or he's going to say, not now. I'm working out details that you couldn't even begin to fathom. And you're learning to trust that no matter what God's answer is to your prayers, that everything is working out in your favor. Now, I remember reading Corey Ten Boom's book, The Hiding Place. I think I read it in high school or, or middle school. Anywho, there's a part of this book that, you know, she's in a concentration camp. And the barracks where she's being kept, her and her sister, uh, the barracks are infested with fleas. And it's terrible. Like, (laughs) not only are you in a concentration camp, it's filled with fleas, right? Um, But she has this moment, uh, and her sister helps her, I think, to realize that it serves a purpose. The fleas, believe it or not, serve a purpose. You see, none of the guards would come near that barracks uh, because of the fleas. So she and the other prisoners had a lot of freedom uh, without the fear of a guard like coming up and punishing them and bothering them. So that all of that to say that God can use something like fleas for his glory, right? Everything. So if you're taking action and you're doing the work, you're saying the affirmations, you're putting the values at the forefront of your life and nothing is happening, right? There's there's that piece of it. Uh, you're still going to work and you're dealing with your petty co-workers. Uh, there's still a mountain of debt staring you in the face. You haven't gotten any callbacks or there's been no change in your situation. The question becomes, what is the sole lesson I'm learning here? You know, perhaps it's patience and the understanding that the last thing that appears on the apple tree is the apple. Or it's learning how to stay in flow, trusting that whatever comes your way or doesn't, God is already there working on your behalf, you know? Or if you have to stay at home with your your sick kid, even when you've got a lot of work on your plate, maybe you're learning to enjoy the snuggles and the downtime because one day you'll look up and they're grown up. Or you're trusting that God is your algorithm and making connections for you even if you can't see it. And I always like to say, you won't know your own strength until you've been in a situation 
where you got to be strong. And you're not going to know how smart you are or how resourceful you are until you're in a situation where nothing's working. So you have to use your smarts or be resourceful. So as you rock your roadmap, you will face discouragement, resistance, judgment, frustration, whatever the case may be. And that's a part of your journey. When nothing is happening or when everything is happening in not a good way and you feel like you don't know how much more you can take, I want you to focus on the flow. And that's what we're talking about all during March. I want you to remember Parabda Karma, the soul lessons you signed up for. And I want you to ask yourself, what is it that you're learning right now? Are you learning to trust God, to give thanks in all circumstances, to evolve into the person who has fulfilled their vision? Focus on the flow and trust that God is with you because he is. I want you to know you are never forgotten. You are always loved and supported by life itself, even when it feels like nothing is happening. On a supernatural level, everything is coming together. So keep rocking your roadmap and putting your values first. And I believe that for you. I believe great things for you. I believe that God is working in your midst. So let this podcast episode encourage you and uplift you and empower you. I want you to know that you are so very loved and and God has it under control. And I know that this is a message for somebody out there that you need to hear right now in this moment. And I say amen to that. And I cannot wait uh, for the day that you email me and you be like, Letitia, I heard this episode. It's what I needed. And guess what? God moved in my midst. I am speaking that. I'm envisioning that, getting that email from you. So believe great things for yourself and believe that God is with you. And remember your soul lessons, all right? Just learn your lessons, focus on the flow, and keep going. Don't you dare give up, okay? Now it's your turn. Head on over to the show notes for today's episode and leave a comment with your greatest takeaway. What soul lessons are you learning right now in your life? I'd love to know. I'm cheering for you like you just listened to an episode titled with a lyric taken from I Need You Now by Smokey Norfolk. This is one of my all-time favorite songs, and it always brings me great comfort when I'm feeling down. From the front row, Letitia. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you for rocking with me today. Make sure and subscribe so that you don't miss out on all this goodness. If you love this episode, leave a glowing review on iTunes and share with a friend. Don't forget, the show don't stop here, honey bunny. Join me over at LetitiaCotto.com or find me on Instagram and Pinterest at I am Letitia Cotto. You'll find uplifting quotes, life-changing tips and tricks, and a whole lot of inspiration. It's an honor to support you from the front row.